waves on the hull, the call of the gulls above. The sun was a blessing, a perfect edge of warmth to the cool spray of the sea. He breathed in deeply, letting the smell of the ocean calm his mind, trying to fix this moment in his memory. He looked back towards the shore, past Lucy's boat to the coastline beyond. The long spit of New Brighton jutted south towards the Littleton Peninsula, and behind it, the city of Christchurch. Most of the houses had been rebuilt after the earthquakes that shook the city in 2011, but many people who had left had not returned. Those who did remain were stronger, more resilient now, but they had not forgotten. A sharp icy wind cut through the air, and Ben let out the sail in surprise at the temperature shift. He looked up and frowned. The sky darkened as thick black clouds loomed above. Summer storms weren't unusual, but there had been nothing on the weather radar before they'd come out. Lucy tacked and came alongside letting out her sail to slow the boat. A deep frown marred her natural features, her blue eyes sharp with focus. We should go back in, she called across the short distance between them. Then her eyes widened as she looked beyond Ben to the horizon. We have to go now. Ben turned, and his breath was sucked from him, heart pounding as he saw what came towards them. A wave towered where the ocean met the sky. Even this far away, it was gigantic a tidal wave like the one that had ruined the city years before. The sky above swirled with storm clouds. Tendrils of darkness crept ever closer as a wall of water raced towards them. Now, Ben, Lucy's voice was urgent. We can still make it back before it hits. Ben turned and met her eyes. There was so much he wanted to say. He prayed there would still be a chance to say it. Be safe, he said. She nodded, her mouth tightening as she looked east towards the approaching wave. I'll see you back home, Lucy said, and pulled her sail taut, racing away towards the shore. Ben followed her lead, fighting for control of the boat as the wind howled about him and the waves began to rise. Rain hammered down, and needles of freezing water slammed into him. A flash of lightning split the sky, and a deafening roll of thunder filled the air. The tiny moth dinghies were like flotsam as the storm grew in intensity, the waves soon over two meters high. Ben lost sight of Lucy, but there was nothing he could do. He fought to keep his own boat heading back towards shore. A huge wave rolled beneath him. One moment he was down in a trough, looking up at the walls of water either side, and then he was up on the crest. He couldn't help himself. Ben looked back towards the eastern horizon. The giant tidal wave was closer now. There was no way to outrun it. A calm descended upon him. The sea had called to him all his life. Perhaps it was right that he would end it here. Ben was transfixed by the power of the wave. In that moment, he stared into the heart of the sea. His pulse raced as he faced the onslaught. Words spoken by his grandfather came to his lips, a prayer to Tangaroa, the god of the sea. A karakia from the old times, the fisherman's ritual chant for protection. The words changed something in Ben's perception. The wave shimmered, and he saw beyond the towering water to the horror beneath. The tentacles of a huge creature writhed within the wave, Thick ropes of powerful muscle tipped with barbed hooks that could rip flesh and peel skin off its prey. Ben could feel its rage, its need to feast, as its huge dark eye bore into him. Then it turned back into the deep, and the wave rolled on. He saw the wreck of a ship within the water, rotten bodies still hanging from its spars, the eyes of the corpses eaten by denizens of the deep. The smell of the long dead rolled from the wave, mingled with the rank stench of rotten fish. There was a flash of silver within the surge as a gigantic ball of fish broke the surface, forced by the upwelling. The ball was broken apart by the thrust of a great white shark, 
its rows of teeth slashing at the feast. Ben thought he heard his grandfather's voice calling to him across the ocean, telling him to keep going, to trust in his skill as a sailor. His grandfather, Tamati, was a Komatua, one of the elders, a wise man who still held to the old ways. Perhaps they were the only ways left to trust in now. Ben sent out a prayer for Lucy, asking Tangaroa to keep her safe. Then he tightened the sail and leaned out into the storm, bracing his legs and swinging out on the trapeze over the water. The moth planed across the tips of the roiling waves beneath. He turned the bow south towards the Akaroa Peninsula. It was his best chance. If he could sail fast across the face of the storm, he could find shelter in one of the bays south of Littleton. Ben aimed for the shore, desperate to reach it as the rain hammered him and the salt waves threatened to pull him from the boat and crush him to the depths. Then the eye of the storm was upon him. For a moment he soared with the power of the wind, and the moth lifted clear off the waves. He really was...